The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. and welcome to the Toronto Raptors Hoop Ball Podcast. I'm Brandon Hodgins, and I am here with Kieran Smythe. What's up, everybody? And Ben Harrison. Good morning, Raptors fans. And we have some stuff to go over. But first, let's get into the usual things. Uh, Kieran, do you want to let the people know how they can find you on the interwebs? Sure. On Instagram, I can be found at kdilla1981 and on Twitter, k underscore dilla. Ben, same question. Yes, you can find me at Twitter or Instagram. That's at Benny and the Raps. Excellent. And you can follow the podcast here at HoopBallRaptors. That's both Instagram and Twitter. And then you can follow what I am saying at, at Brendan Hodgins. And that's just on Twitter, at Brendan Hodgins. Hodgins. If you do get the chance, head on down to hoop-ball.com. That's hoop-ball.com for all of your basketball needs. It's getting into the season here, guys. If you're looking for some you know, season-long fantasy advice, DFS, that sort of stuff, and just plain old, you want to bet on some games, go check it out. There's lots of good information there, and they'll get you sorted out. Blah. 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 Pretty that much. did not go as <laughs> planned. For the, uh, you know, two-year-long home opener, essentially. But yeah. what do you... This is one of those games you fire it into the sun, right? Nothing, pretty much from the... For after the first two shots that went the Raptors' way, it was just no bueno. Yeah, even our, you know, the guys who were sort of like the, the quote-unquote veterans on the team didn't even have a good night, so... Uh, yeah, we just had no one who was able to step up. Hopefully this is something that, you know, when Siakam comes back into the lineup, <clears throat> he can give us a spark when no one else can. But, um, and just kind of get things going. But there was just, yeah, nobody here today that was able to step up like that. We kept shooting threes, you know. Um, yeah, OG had a great shooting preseason, went two for nine. Um, so things like that. He's kind of, he's got to be the guy right now to give us the guaranteed points and, it just wasn't it wasn't anyone's day today, but I mean, you know, again, first time in front of the crowd. I'm sure nerves were up. Um, it's what you'd expect from a really young, sort of semi-rebuilding team, I guess. So, no real surprise, but uh, definitely was not the prettiest game to watch at times. Yeah, Ben, what are your thoughts there? Well, I don't know what you guys are talking about. We won the rebound battle, so. Yeah, yeah, we what sure we're going did. for this year mainly because we had so many rebounds. offensive rebounds because we missed so many shots but yeah that's still a good that's, yeah, that's still a good true. thing we still got those that's true i saw a few of them there where we got like three offensive boards kept passing it out to gary trent and he just kept breaking it from out there but yeah. uh but yeah i don't know yeah the crowd was crazy it was a packed house of course um you know all those young guys yeah it definitely looked like a lot of nerves a lot of uh, a lot of nervous energy to start that one um What'd they go? I think two for 16 from deep in the first half and uh, like seven for 34 on the night. So not an excellent start by, uh, by any stretch. Um, 
Yeah, it was just uh, it was pretty pretty ugly ball. We didn't seem to have much of a plan on offense. Um, I think Karen, you had kind of said it a little while ago that the half court was going to be our problem more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really have a transition game going the other night either, but uh, but the half court was really a problem. Um, I put a lot of what happened the other night on Fred Van Fleet. I think now that he's the floor general, he needs to be way more in charge of the game than he was the other night. Um, he, his role has got to be a lot less about scoring now and a lot more about, you know, controlling the pace, um, just getting the offense set more than just uh, being another guy that kind of runs around looking for a shot. So I'd like to see a lot more out of him. Uh, he said as much himself after the game. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, I mean, you know, first game, can't hit the panic button too much. Like I watched Dallas last night. They lost by 40 or so to Atlanta. So, you know, mm-hmm. first games all around the league. So not too worried. Yeah, like OG shot three for 17 from the field. That's not going to happen. Yeah, 17%. That's crazy. <clears throat> you know, it, people are kind of expecting something from Scotty Barnes from what he gave, you know, five for 13, you know, that's yeah, roughly 40. All right, score. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with OG, with uh, they both had 12 points. Uh, him and Van Vliet. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Van Vliet, yeah, they both had 12 points. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> one of those moments you're just looking at it and you go, you expect... The, yeah, the young guys, you know, they're going to come out. They're going to have some jitters. This is their, you know, some of them, this is their first NBA game. Some of them, this is their first NBA game in Toronto. Uh, and mm-hmm. some of the other guys are like just coming back into the NBA, that sort of thing, or missed a lot of time with injury last year, like Chris Boucher. So these guys need to get kind of back into a flow of this is what the NBA is. Mm-hmm. You got to hit your shots. But like Precious missed two um, putbacks on uh, alley oops. That's yeah. like a 98% tile shot, right? That, that's, that's not going to happen all the time. Yeah. I was actually surprised how many alley-oops we kept trying, which is kind of cool. It's something we've, I mean, we've done and we've had, but never quite so much, especially for game one. You know what I mean? If that's something they're going to be trying throughout the year, it'll be, uh, they're fun to watch, right? So if we could start hitting those, um, yeah, they go a long way to sort of just, bringing energy to the game into the team into the crowd and everything so uh i hope they weren't scolded too hard for trying those and not making them but um yeah it's something we haven't really had we have never been much of a lob city kind of team so yeah and well yeah with some of the new guys you know everybody being almost 610 i think mm-hmm. it's what 69 is like the average height essentially you yeah. see a little bit more of that sort of action um some interesting little things here because as we go forward, there's going to be, I think, a lot of different starting and rotation lineups to start the first month of the season. For sure. To figure out who's going to work out. Um, Malachi Flynn didn't get any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it, didn't, it was the coach's decision to not play him. That's uh, a little shocking. I don't know. I also didn't know Chris Boucher was going to be back, so that was kind of a pleasant surprise, sort of. Um, but, yeah, it really, I don't know what happened with Malachi Flynn. Uh, very I think strange. He was one of those things where he just wanted to see uh, him being Nick Nurse, how uh, how this lineup played together. Okay, let's see full game. Mm-hmm. Are you able to bring it back, etc. Um, ben, was there any surprises as far as the usage of guys and who got out there that uh, you saw? Yeah, Malachi Flynn for sure. Like I had to check the box score because I was watching the whole game, and then afterwards I was like, "Did we see him at all?" No, I don't think so. So Not that was kind of weird, especially too. Cause, um, 
Dragic, he had Dragic in the starting lineup as well, so he had both our active point guards out there at the same time. But um, I wasn't a fan of most of the lineups uh, Nick Nurse threw out there for the first game, so I hope we do see some changes. But uh, uh, there were some positives. Like, yeah, Boucher coming back right away was uh, a real welcome surprise. I thought he actually looked pretty good when he was um, uh, back there guarding the rack. Like, he seems to look a little bit bigger and stronger. He had some nice blocks uh, inside there. Um, when he did get in. But I found um, Boucher but, is he's um, kind of playing like he'd used to when we'd throw him on at the end of a game where he just gets the ball and chucking up some questionable threes. And I'd sort of like to see yeah. him steer clear of that because, uh, yeah, you don't want to fall back into that rhythm. You're part of the offense now. You know, move the ball, cut, make things happen, but don't just settle for these those long catapult-like three-pointers. <laughs> the trebuchet? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, we did see a couple of those. Um, yeah, so he's, yeah, same kind of thing as, like, Fred Van Fleet. Like, yeah, despite being, whatever, 27, 28 years old, these guys are the veterans now. they got to be better with their shot selection. Mm-hmm. And uh, for sure. Um, Precious as well. I think you mentioned him while my uh, feed cut out. But uh, I don't know if you saw. It looked like he was trying to do way too much with the ball. Like, we saw him pretty much playing point guard there a few times on offense. Um, you know, taking the ball up the floor and then trying to go ISO and take it to the net, and it didn't go well for him. And it looks like some of the guys kind of had a little talk with him on the floor mm-hmm. after he gave it away a few times. Um, he only finished with six points, a little disappointing. But, um, so yeah, I, I hope we see a little bit change in the lineup tonight, maybe get Gary Trent in the starting lineup. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I know Precious uh, did get the start, but Ken Burge played quite a bit more than him. Uh, I imagine that'll continue tonight against the Celtics. But uh, it was definitely a lesson in how much we need Pascal Siakam back, though, right? Yeah. I thought uh, there was just so little shot creation and, like, lack of offensive flow and rhythm. I think when he, we get him back, that'll be a big, big change. But hopefully sooner than later. The only thing we, is gonna, he might struggle with is that if he ends up being our guy in the half court, if, you know, the, the, uh, the fast break doesn't pan out, we're swinging the ball around. Um, he sort of thrived. His biggest year was, you know, when he had Kawhi, someone to take some pressure off him and he could act, you know, off the ball and not be the focal point. So <clears throat> we'll see how he stands up this year when it's okay. Obviously you're going to get the ball now. So they're going to lock you down <clears throat> and hopefully you can get the ball moving around and sort of catch some of these open guys and we can hit some open shots. But that I think will be his sort of biggest challenge this year will be, and he kind of was last year too, but it was a little more spread out last year. I find this year, especially without any sort of half-court plan at the moment. Um, I'm sure there'll be times where it's like, okay, here's the ball, get us a bucket. So we'll see how he thrives. Yeah, and even if he just, like, draws some gravity towards him the way, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, the way Steph Curry does when he's in the lineup. Like, defenders are just drawn towards towards him. Hopefully we get the same thing with Siakam. Because I did notice, like, OG had a bad night. But, I, like, I could count on one hand the amount of open shots that we had as a team the other night. And uh, the few times OG caught it while he was actually open, he drained it, you know, a couple times towards the end of the fourth. So, I don't know. Yeah, once we start getting some more open shots for these guys, we should be okay. Hopefully, Pascal can help with that. I was pretty yeah. disappointed in uh, in Svi. He, um, yeah. he just kept, I found he kept just driving the ball to the net and then dishing it out. And, uh, you know, turning the ball over because he didn't turn it over too many times, but just not making anything happen useful out of it, you know, like it wasn't a productive play and that will lead to turnovers in the future. But I saw a few times sort of back to back where it was just he'd get the ball, 
and you know drive down towards the left and then turn and look for someone to pass it out to and like that's not it's not really a good play it doesn't really do anything for us other than just waste a bit of time and put you down low so um <clears throat> definitely like to see a little bit more uh um, I guess better decision making from from everybody, but for him, I noticed in particular, and he had a pretty pretty poor night overall. So um, we'll see what happens with him and his minutes next game. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, him. especially if you're telegraphing that play like he does, like he's not a real threat to to go at the rim. So mm-hmm. like when you're driving down the lane, everybody knows what you're doing. Yeah. I did put it on Twitter. I was like, to uh, in the first half, I was like, Svee plays hard. We know that much. Because on defense, on offense, like you said, he puts his head down and just goes. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, sometimes to his detriment, really not a great uh, great start. But Yeah, I saw a few times, uh, specifically from him, but from a bunch of the Raptors, where they would just drive right at the net They and then try to put a contestive uh, layup off the high, high off the glass. But that they've taken their momentum completely like through the play, so it just goes off the glass, and right into the hands of the defender that was on yeah. them, and then it goes down the court. So, yeah. so there's no creativity there. Um, one thing I uh, did see, Barnes got, you know, full starters minutes, mm-hmm. pretty much the same amount as uh, OG and uh, Van Fleet there. Uh, well, most of the other guys were kind of around the 20 to 25 range, so they're going to be playing them a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think I heard Nick say that. Uh, I think we've talked about that before the, uh, the season started. He's pretty much said that that was going to be the plan is – give them all the time in the world to sort of figure this thing out. And uh, I think it'll, it'll work out well for him. Lots of turnovers this game, but otherwise, you know, decent sort of high energy showing Get a couple of really nice uh, post move plays, good defensive plays. Um, yeah. He's uh, he's going to be good. Yeah. Um, he's kind of like, like we said, uh, he's going to, go probably the OG route where it's going to take a moment to figure out the offense there. But uh, I did see on defense, there were some hiccups, not just in his game, but with some of the other guys, you can tell that they're not, uh, not quite used to playing with each other, knowing where the other guys are going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of like guys yeah. trying to, whether they think the help is coming and it's not, or they're transitioning from, you know, one guy to another on the switch, and then there ends up with an open three-point guy. Thankfully, this could have been even more out of hand, but I watched uh, Washington brick a lot of threes. So, Yeah, I noticed that even in the preseason a bit too, where it was just a lot of open looks on the three because, you know, we got lots of people switching and they're running sort of full steam out of control to switch, but it catches up with us. You know, like for the first couple, it's okay, and then it just looks chaotic and out of control, and then they find the open guy and get the look but like you said hopefully or sometimes it just doesn't work for a team no matter how open you are so we got a little lucky there but we were down by you know 30 or something or close to it at the in the first half so you know that's just a huge deficit to try to climb out of and you know um the one sort of the bright spot was delano banton kind of coming in and hitting that uh yeah his first shot ever just this crazy (laughs) half court buzzer beater which was great and just overall like his he had gave us for sure the best you know minutes he had the least amount of minutes in our team but definitely the best productivity the biggest spark off the bench um just obviously too little too late but uh it was fun to watch and you know obviously the crowd was loving it and so hopefully we see a fair bit more of that yeah he looked really good and he was the only guy on the team that had like even a passable shooting night because he went three for four Mm -hmm. but um 
But yeah, he looked really good. Not even just that one shot. Like I thought he looked pretty confident with the ball in his hands, and yeah. he actually slowed it down a little bit um, when he came in and played point. Unlike, like I said, with Freddie, kind of just uh, was going a little too fast all night. I thought Delano came in, kind of slowed things down, set us up a little bit more. Um, so I think he's going to be a pretty positive contributor earlier. Not to put too much into that first game, but but yeah, that was pretty cool. At least he gave something for the crowd, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, clearly he's going to be a fan favorite. Um, someone asked me on Twitter, um, or put the question out there on Twitter, which I thought was a good one. Uh, uh, the better, um, like for crack at the NBA, would it be, uh, that performance by Delano or Bruno Caboclo back in 2014? Well, <laughs> <into> <laughs> oh God, I don't, I don't remember his for foray into the uh, NBA, but, uh, I do remember his sort of tenure with us. I remember we were stomping some team by like 40 points. So the crowd chanted him into the game. You know, he wasn't supposed to. Now you open the places. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then that's well, pretty much all know. he ever did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah, it was all downhill from there. But <laughs> Well, with that, uh, I think we can transition into the next quick little thing here. Uh, the next game that's coming up uh, actually tonight uh, against Boston is not going to be any picnic. That's, you know, Jalen Brown just went ballistic in his last game. Uh, we know Tatum can fire it up. And they got pretty much a whole healthy team other than Horford. What, uh, you know, do you think we see more Delano Benton? Is there anything that you're thinking for this next game that's going to be substantially different than the game we just watched there, Kieran? Um, well, I'm assuming we're going to see Malachi Flynn. So I think that's... Uh a big enough sort of uh, change in the sort of the flow of things. It sort of brings our size down a little bit, but if you're swapping out, you know, Drogic or Van Vliet for him, then uh, <clears throat> I think he can still give us some good energy. We didn't have a whole lot of assists this game, so hopefully that's something he can sort of step up, bring to the table. Um, even Scotty Barnes, you know, he was getting a fair number of assists throughout the uh, the preseason. He had one really nice, sorry to go back to this last game, but it was just, he was bringing up the ball and this great no-look pass too. I think it was OG for an easy dunk. Um, so, you know, he can move the ball. Banton can move the ball. Um, Flynn. So, yeah, hopefully we get Flynn back in the lineup and uh, <clears throat> I think he'll uh, contribute more. But otherwise, yeah, I think Tatum, we played them in the preseason. I think Tatum gave us a pretty hard time. So, um, that'll be a big thing to watch is who we throw on him. But we got a lot of good defenders now and who can, we could throw OG at him, we could throw Scotty Barnes at him. Um, so I think we'll, uh, that's going to be one of the biggest things, just shutting down their big guys. Cause you know, again, like this, this show sort of shows our weakness this year is we don't have a big offense, right? We kind of knew that going in, we're going to try this flex thing where we move it around and try to, you know, use everyone sort of equally. But um, if we can't stop them, you know what I mean? That's we're not going to win games right now. So our defense is going to have to win us some of these games here. So I think we're going to have to see a big sort of switch on that, try to lock a few of their stars down and make their their lesser known players do some more work. And hopefully they can't try to keep us in the game till the end. But uh, yeah, unless there's a reason Flynn wasn't playing, I think that's sort of the biggest thing is we'll throw him in there. And because uh, it's, yeah, I don't know, it just kind of seems crappy to not have him play at all in the first game back but i'm sure there was you know reasons for it so we'll see but uh yeah we kind of we've kind of banked on him a little bit last year and i don't want to see that kind of go away so hopefully he's still going to find a solid role in our offense 
All right. Uh, yeah, you almost wonder if he missed a team meeting or something. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, to hold, hold him out of the first game back in Toronto is a little bit strange. Yeah, seems almost cruel. But again, maybe it was a little punishment <laughs> for something we don't know about or what. But uh, either way, yeah. <laughs> hoping to see him back in and in the rotation for some minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, though. Like, if we're going to win... Uh, if we're going to win ball games this year, it's going to start like from the defense, build from there upwards. Because uh, yeah, like we need to be holding game totals probably under 220 points if we're going to be winning them this year. It's not going to be shootouts. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean, I guess one thing with Boston is they are. I mean, people say that they're pretty thin after those two guys, Tatum and Brown. So, so really, if OG and Barnes and and Precious and whoever else can do a good job on those two tonight, then. Then I think we have a pretty good chance mm-hmm. um, at taking this one. And you got to say, like, our shooting percentage is almost guaranteed to go up from this. You would think, like, if we're <laughs> yeah. not shooting twenty percent from three tonight, um, you know, thirty-one percent from the floor in general. So, uh, yeah, if that goes up a little bit, then you know we're right back into any game. So, I'll shake the cobwebs yeah. off the nerves, and uh, this is in it's in Boston, right? Yeah. And then we have a bunch, I think, yeah. of home games after that. So. All right. Yeah, I put in uh, in the first game our core there of Barnes, Van Fleet, and OG went 13 of 50. So in theory, they should be somewhere close to double that. So we'll see what happens. That's, uh, yeah, the only thing that I'm uh, interested to watch, just based on how Montrez just stomped on the Raptors in the paint, is uh, Mm -hmm. how we defend against the Time Lord. But uh, if that is a (laughs) thing that if he goes in and gets, you know, 22 points in the paint, then obviously we see where the problem is mm-hmm. and uh, how we can figure that out because that's pretty much what Montrez did to us. Yeah, he bullied us pretty badly down there. Yeah, so uh, that's the big thing, I think, for this game is yeah, how they respond um, as far as shooting goes, if we can get some decent shots, get some open opportunities, and the fast break, and that's what you guys said, defense leads to those fast break points, so shut those big guys down and let's keep it going. Well, I think... That about wraps it up for today there, guys. Is there anything else quickly uh, either of you want to say there, Kieran or Ben? No, I think we're good. Let's see what happens tonight. Tonight, and do we play tomorrow too? I feel like this is our first back-to-back already. I think I heard that. Let me see here quickly. Good question. How Boston tonight? We do. Uh, we're back in town against Dallas. Yeah, great. So it's already starting. Thanks. Luca. Yeah, no, definitely uh, not going to be an easy schedule this year for the Raptors. But I think we've gone over that a few times. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no. Otherwise, uh, yeah, let's see a couple of good games, and we'll probably be yeah, back maybe Sunday or something to recap what happened. Yeah, it's supposed to be a you know a nice, cool, rainy Sunday here in Ottawa, so I don't mind doing that. Um, thank you, everybody out there, for listening with us here today. Thank you, Kieran. Yeah, pleasure as always. We'll see you next time. You got it, Ben. Always a pleasure. Indeed. Have a great weekend, everyone. Yeah, everybody out there, have a great weekend. You got a lot of NBA basketball in the next few days, and more importantly, you got a lot of Raptors basketball. So we will be back with you after this two-game back-to-back series, and uh, we wish you a happy, happy weekend. Bye-bye. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.